In what ways have you renounced evil in your life? What are you focusing on at the expense of all else, right? Which idea has dominated your mind at the exclusion of all other ideas? What are you pressing forward towards, forgetting all that is behind? All right, welcome back to another episode of Daily Neville. I am your host, Josiah Brandt, and Daily Neville is a show about making Neville Goddard's teachings easy to understand, easy to digest, easy to apply in 20 minutes or less. Today, we are proceeding with Chapter 8 of The Power of Awareness, and Chapter 8 is titled Renunciation. And Neville starts this chapter with a couple of quotes. He starts the first quote. He says, there is no coal of character so dead that it will not glow and flame if but slightly turned. Resist not evil. Whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn to him the other also. Neville writes, there is a great difference between resisting evil and renouncing it. There's a big difference between resisting and renouncing. When you resist evil, you give it your attention and you continue to make it real, right? When you're resisting against something, you're looking right at it and you're pushing against it, right? You're pushing against the evil. And by doing so, you're transferring your attention to it, right? Your attention is the most valuable currency you have. Your attention is your creative power. So when you're resisting evil, right? When you are raging against the oppressors, you are empowering them with your power. When you renounce evil, Neville writes, you take your attention from it and give your attention to what you want, right? So you withdraw your attention from evil when you are renouncing evil, right? The ultimate, uh, the ultimate dis, right, is to turn your back on someone and walk away, right? So the ultimate disrespect of evil is to turn your back on it completely and to focus on what you do want. Now is the time to control your imagination and give beauty for ashes, joy for mourning, praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. You give beauty for ashes when you concentrate your attention on things as you would like them to be rather than on things as they are, right? So when you concentrate your attention on things as you would like them to be, you are concentrating on the world of cause, right? When you're concentrating on things as they are, right? You're concentrating on the world of effect, right? So when you focus on the cause, right? You are giving beauty for ashes, right? As opposed to focusing on the effect, which is concentrating on the ashes themselves, right? So give the beauty for the ashes, give the joy for the morning. You give joy for morning when you maintain a joyous attitude, regardless of unfavorable circumstances. No matter what's happening out there in the external world, when you can maintain a joyous attitude, you are giving joy for morning. You give praise for the spirit of heaviness when you maintain a confident attitude instead of succumbing to despondency. Succumbing to despondency. 
Remember how we talked about these lowered states are seductive, right? You can succumb to the seductor, right? <laughs> to the, the seductress of the lower state of despondency, right? But we choose not to. We choose to maintain a confident attitude. And that is how we give praise for a spirit of heaviness or instead of a spirit of heaviness. In this quotation, the Bible uses the word tree as a synonym for man, right? He says that they may be called trees of righteousness, right? So men of righteousness, the tree is a synonym for man. You become a tree of righteousness when the above mental states are a permanent part of your consciousness, right? So how do we become trees of righteousness? We continually focus on the world of cause and we ignore the world of effect, right? We continually focus on maintaining a confident attitude, a joyful attitude, regardless of the perceived circumstances in the external world, right? We always go to the source. We commune with the source always. We understand that this is the real world. Our imagination is the real world and the outer world is simply the effectual world, right? The causal world, the effectual world. And we focus on the cause. You become a tree of righteousness when the above mental states are a permanent part of your consciousness. You are a planting of the Lord when all your thoughts are true thoughts. You are a planting of the Lord when all your thoughts are true thoughts. He is, I am as described in chapter one, which is episode one. I am is glorified when your highest concept of yourself is manifested, right? I am is glorified when your highest concept of yourself is manifested, right? So this comes back to this idea of, of self-concept. Who are you believing that you are, right? What is the person that you would like to be? Who is that person that you would desire to be? And then can you believe that you are that person? And can you hold and sustain your attention on being that person, right? Until your highest concept of yourself is manifested and I am is glorified, right? I am permanent awareness of being. And that awareness of being can be aware of being anything, right? So when the permanent awareness of being becomes aware of being the highest possible state, then that awareness of being is glorified. When you have discovered your own controlled imagination to be your savior, right? The, re the savior is often referred to as the redeemer, right? Who is our redeemer, right? It is our imagination. Our imagination is also our savior, right? The redemptive function of imagination is what Neville calls it. The redemptive function. How do you redeem something using your imagination? You imagine what you would like to see as opposed to what is right? You push the boundaries of the envelope in that way. What would I choose to see if I had a preference, right? You do have a preference and you can choose to see what you desire to see using your mind's eye. And that, in so doing, you are redeeming man. You are redeeming people, right? You are redeeming circumstances. You are redeeming the world, right? And you become the savior because your imagination is redeeming. Your imagination is saving through redeeming. When you have discovered your own controlled imagination to be your savior, your attitude will be completely altered without any diminution 
of religious feeling. And you will say of your controlled imagination, behold this vine, right? The vine is the imagination. Behold this vine. I found it a wild tree. My imagination was running wild. When I started to look at my imagination, when I turned the observer inward and I started to observe the, the, the observer, right? My awareness began to become aware of being aware. And I began to look at my awareness, began to look at my own imagination. I found my imagination to be a wild tree whose wanton strength had swollen into irregular twigs, right? It had been running wild all over the place. But I, the I that I am, I pruned the plant. I pruned the plant and it grew temperate in its vain expense of useless leaves, right? When our imagination is running all over the place, wild, uncontrolled, untempered, right? It is wasting energy. It is a leaking energy. It's useless leaves. It's growing useless things, things that we don't even want. But through our attention upon them, we grow them in the garden, right? Well, we're going to uproot those things or we're going to prune them off of this, off of this unwieldy vine. And we're going to make the unwieldy vine tame, right? And this is a metaphor for controlling our imagination. I pruned the plant and it grew temperate in its vain expense of useless leaves and nodded, as you see, into these clean, full clusters to repay the hand that wisely wounded it. The hand that wisely wounded it right? Wisely wounded it. So when you cut things out of your imagination, it is a wise wound, right? I don't need this growing in my garden, right? Nobody does. Some of these states, some of the things we can grow in our garden don't serve anyone, right? We can just get rid of them right now, right? And in so doing, pull them out or we prune them or we cut them, right? Which is wounding in a manner of speaking in this analogy, wounding it, but wisely, right? Wisely pruning, wisely weeding the garden of our mind, the garden of God. Neville goes on to write, by vine is meant your imagination, which in its uncontrolled state expends its energy in useless or destructive thoughts and feelings. But you, just as the vine is pruned by cutting away its useless branches and roots, you prune your imagination by withdrawing your attention from all unlovely and destructive ideas. Sounds like a value system, right? If I'm going to choose something to imagine, I can choose, is it lovely, right? Is it, is it unlovely? Is it constructive or is it destructive, right? And if it's unlovely and destructive, I have no time for it, right? I'm not going to invest the creative power of the universe, the most valuable currency I have, in something that is destructive and unlovely. No, I'm gonna to choose to manifest a beautiful life, right? I'm gonna to choose to focus and sustain my attention, the feeling of fulfilled that I am, the man, the woman, the human that I desire to be. I'm gonna live in integrity and faithfulness to that image until it hardens into the world of, of effect coming from the world of cause. You prune your imagination by withdrawing your attention from all unlovely and destructive ideas and concentrating on the ideal you wish to attain, right? Forgetting all that is behind me, I press forward towards the goal, right? Forgetting all the other things that did not serve me, forgetting all the unlovely states, I focus solely on the mark, right? Which is the ideal, which is the lovely state. 
I focus solely on it until all other ideas are crowded out of consciousness. I focus solely upon it. And in so doing it, I am renouncing evil, not resisting evil, right? I'm not fighting against evil. I'm not fighting or battling the darkness. I'm bringing the light and watching the darkness flee, right? I'm withdrawing my attention from the darkness altogether by focusing on the light, focusing on the light of I am, the light of knowing. The happier, more noble life you will experience will be the result of wisely pruning your own imagination. Yes, be pruned of all unlovely thoughts and feelings that you may think truly and thy thoughts shall be the world's famine feed. Speak truly and each word of thine shall be a fruitful seed. Live truly and thy life shall be a great and noble creed. Pruning our imagination. This is a wildfire idea. What I mean by that is when you begin to think about your imagination as a vine that can be pruned or as a garden that can be weeded, right? Once you begin to think about this, this idea spreads very quickly. It grows very quickly in your mind's eye. And the next time you are invited, right? Presented with an invitation to think about something unlovely or to judge or cast judgment or deform or destroy using your imagination, right? You can catch it. You can catch it before it happens and you can say, no, I'm going to renounce evil. I'm going to stand in my power. I'm going to use my creative power wisely. I'm going to choose to imagine wisely and create the world I desire to live in through the state that I desire to inhabit. And that is the secret of renunciation. That's all for this episode of Daily Neville. In the comments below, tell me, in what ways have you renounced evil in your life? What are you focusing on at the expense of all else, right? Which idea has dominated your mind at the exclusion of all other ideas? What are you pressing forward towards for getting all that is behind? Drop a comment below, reinforce it for your own consciousness, give the gift to your fellow human who is reading these comments, tap that like button if you're enjoying these readings, and make sure you subscribe to this channel so that you get Daily Neville tomorrow. Imagine wisely, my friends, and I'll see you in the next. Yeah.